0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, of course, here with the only two twins that are looking cute. They think they're sexy. They got the moves. They
1: drive the girls wild.
0: If you guys didn't know, Michael and Jason have been on their workout in the sand on the beach shit. And Jason always like had a little nice body. I'm not going to front but it's gotten much better. Michael, on the other hand, was getting a little uh, chunks. He was getting a little chunky, and I could say that because Because I, I am now the <laughs> I am now the chunky Petropolis, which I'm not. I'm, I'm not okay being the only chunky Petropolis anymore. So I'm gonna have to do something about this. But Michael's looking. I a, did
1: it just for your motivation, Tim?
0: Michael's looking like a fucking sexy,
1: boust right now.
0: How many How many pounds did you lose, Michael? Tell the people.
1: Last time I checked, I was down thirty six pounds.
0: Thirty six pounds, son. That is O.D. pounds. Yeah, I I wish I lost thirty six pounds. I lost seven pounds though. You
1: will in time. I'm
0: chi- I'm chilling. I lost seven pounds. I'm I'm feeling good about myself. Jason, what about you? How how you doing over there?
1: I'm chilling, killing. Jason, what do you want a- me to tell you?
0: Jason was already skinny, <laughs> but this guy he's got a six pack now. Which l- let me ask you guys a question and and th- let us know on Twitter because I'm talking into a microphone now, so you, I can't hear you back. But I wish I could. I tell these guys all the time, like, yo, show me your abs, and they don't want to.
1: It's weird. Why is it no weird? No one's gonna agree with you, Tim. I'm
0: your brother,
1: Tim. It's a weird request to say lift up your shirt.
0: Why? I'm but your it's brother. Not like
1: we're just hanging out in your house or something. Like the other day, because we're social distancing, I was just outside on the street, and Tim's like, "Lift your shirt, bro." I'm
0: like, no. Well, first of all, it was like half raining, and no one was out. No one. Second of all, lift your shirt, bro. You're you're you you. It's not like I'm just asking you on the on like a Thursday, like. Lift your shirt. Michael Listen, lost 36 pounds, 37 pounds, and you are working out and getting ripped up. Like, I, I want to see the results,
1: bro. Why is that weird? Come, come here tomorrow and you'll see. Yeah, we may see you tomorrow. And if that's the case, you I will wear no shirt the entire day just for you. In your oh, my honor.
0: God. It's going to be a a... I don't a, know if you can handle it. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it either. What I definitely can handle is what's about to come up. We are about to have a schmuck draft yay yay uh we're going to be drafting from the 12 spot and we're going to be using the famous the world famous zero rb strategy that michael has made a career out of slicing and dicing people up with um so we'll we will defer to him if there's a tie um you cool with that jason because michael's the expert at this you're the special guest. You don't get to say. Let's, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and uh, we
1: did our most recent mock was zero wide receiver. So we're flipping the switch here. Right. We're flipping the switch. As you know. I mean, this is definitely not the year to go zero RB. So it's going to be a tough one what we're doing. But that's why we got to do it because some people are going to have to.
0: Yeah. So as you know, last year we did. Um, I mean, last, last time we did a mock draft, we did the zero wide receiver strategy on the heels of an FFPC draft that Jason and I did that we didn't like the outcome of our draft all the way because we took a wide receiver early and saw that there was a lot more value at wide receiver late. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see here because we have been preaching that there is late round value at wide receiver this year and you don't necessarily have to take one early. So we're forcing ourselves to take one early to see if that is actually something that has is going to come to fruition. Also, uh, quick flex, quick yeah.
1: flex. Jason will be in a FFPC Pros versus Joe's Dynasty League. What's one, up? One of only twenty-four fantasy analysts selected. So, we'll probably tweet about that a bunch. You could literally see what we're doing in a high-stakes dynasty league. Like all these, all these dynasty people who tweet and such on Twitter with like mock drafts and things of that sort. Uh, and like these trades and leagues that are free, it's a lot different when you're in a league where thousands of dollars are up for grabs.
0: Yeah, Michael's right. These high stakes leagues, uh, especially the ones where you're playing against these pros and a lot of big names in this one. Um, are definitely a different story. If you want to join an FFPC league, you can get in for $35 at the I think was the lowest, or you can get in for lower than 35. Michael. 35 is the lowest. 35 is the lowest. So if you have an extra 35 dollars lying around, you can get in a $35 league and you can win up to thousands of dollars. You can play against real competition. You can really test what you're worth. You could test your your medal. Um, all you have to do is go to BrotoFantasy.com and click the link on our website for the FFPC sign-up and you can sign up for those for those leagues. Uh, Right. It's that easy. So sign up. uh, Get your get your gameplay on. They are doing live drafts up to the minute right now. Also, with that being said, BrotoFantasy.com is where you can find us. Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy for an extra episode every week, plus tons more extras. And with that being said, let's get into our mock drafts episode. The Broto Fantasy Football Podcast begins now. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrodoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Yay, yay. I am excited about this uh, mock draft. I love mock drafts, man. And, uh, and um, just a little... A little peek behind the curtains. Our mock draft episodes always get like double the views of our other episodes. So I'm guessing that you guys love mock drafts too. So today is an exciting time because we are... Mock drafts are fun. Mock drafts are are real fun. And and I I love mock drafts because it allows you to touch on so many things at the same time um, without the structure. You know what I mean? And we're going to be doing a lot of mock drafts. Um, In the upcoming months and weeks, as Michael makes the ugliest face I've ever, literally ever seen into the camera right now. Um, Yeah. So with that being said, if you do not, uh, if you do not know how we usually draft, uh, this is half point PPR. Uh, We feel like uh, we like to play in half point PPR leagues, but even when we don't, it's I think it's more of a like you can do a half point PPR mock draft and you can bring some of that into a standard draft. I don't know who plays standard anymore or into a, a PPR draft and I think it, it kinda shows. So playing in that middle is a is a good um is a good test. Um we're gonna be in the twelfth spot, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. We're gonna skip kicker and defense on this one and we're gonna go straight to four bench. So just assume that we also picked a kicker and defense. Assume that we have um, you know, Will Lutz and uh, uh, a very good Baltimore. defense this year. Maybe the forty ers Baltimore. All right. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. Right off the bat, uh CMC goes with the first overall pick. I think it's gonna be a battle at the top this year. Um, I think Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey are going to be is gonna be anyone's guess who goes first overall in most drafts. I'm guessing CMC goes because of his production last year. But
1: Yeah, that's an absurd statement. It's going to be CMC.
0: Nah, I mean, a lot of people are on Saquon Barkley this year. Some I people are taking them. Barkley, but yeah.
1: I don't think Zeke is in that conversation.
0: He should be. He should be. Um, but, I mean, it's going now to be... Now Zeke
1: has the, the, the coronavirus. I mean,
0: honestly, like, he's a young, healthy person, and I don't want to put a light on the coronavirus in any way, but if he has it and... All the way that viruses are handled is still the case. Like, if anything, that's positive because he had it. Now he's got antibodies, and you don't have to worry about missing any time during the season because of it. So anyway, uh, CMC goes with the 101, Saquon Barkley with the 102, and Ezekiel Elliott with the 103. So workhorse running backs off the board right away, as you probably could have guessed, would be the case. Alvin Kamara goes with the 104, um, another one. That is not a surprise there. Michael Thomas goes with the 105, first wide receiver off the board. With the 106 is Dalvin Cook. Interesting here because, as you know, Dalvin Cook is going to be holding out. Um,
1: what a joke that is. I don't know, man. Like the re- Come from- on. This dude's basically Steve Slayton, man. He's been healthy and good for one year. Are you just gonna hold out as if you're like this star because you had one good season in your life? Relax yourself. I think that You've always been hurt I and think you're a running back.
0: Here's why. You're looking at it from the on owner's perspective. Let's look at it from a player's perspective. He's been hurt. He's his the offense literally rolls around him. The offense runs through you. You know how important you are for the offense. You've had history issues, running back lifespans are short anyway. You got to
1: take this time and get paid. I understand yeah, where no, he's I'm coming okay. from. When you're a free agent, not when you still have one year left on your contract. Honestly, this if you're is the a time parent, to get paid. No. If you're a parent of a kid right now who actually has potential to get to the NFL, the last position I'd want them to play is running back. It's crazy. It's so different
0: than well, what it used to be. It's basically
1: always been like that.
0: No. The, the running back used to
1: be the what premier position about? in the NFL. I'm not talking health wise. I'm talking money-wise right why would you want anyone to be uh, a running back anymore
0: yeah it doesn't make so much sense um yeah. with the 107 goes nick chubb which is another one let me ask you guys a question because there's a lot of experts that are worried about nick chubb because of kareem hunt um how do you guys feel about nick chubb this this year are you are you comfortable taking him with the 107 or are you looking at other guys at that spot
1: nick chubb's way better in standard and half ppr than he is in full ppr In full ppr i'm not touching him with a whatever something long i forgot what the phrase is (laughs) 10 foot 10 with a 10 foot pole in (laughs) in ppr leagues because when kareem hunt was back last year kareem hunt was the better running back in ppr leagues like i think kareem hunt is the one being a little undervalued honestly if you get him in the fifth sixth round in a ppr league if nick chubb were to go down holy moly you basically just won your league depending on your other draft picks but yeah, Nick Chubb, He he's still going to get a ton of work because the dude is also a very, very good running back. But you're going to need to bank on the rushing yards and rushing touchdowns and in standard and half PPR. That is where you bank on that more than in standard uh, – excuse me, than in PPR. I still don't love him this high, but it's it's better than if it was a PPR draft. Uh, Jason, what about you? I don't know if I can – jive with kareem hunt going in the fifth sixth round a backup running back that high is just something that but he's not a backup he was a top 15 running back last year in ppr league
0: it's important to note that when kareem hunt went came back the browns ran a majority of their plays with two back sets
1: It's also a new offense coming in and i expect them to be better and it's another year with obj and jarvis landry i don't know if it's hard to trust that an offense is going to use two running backs as often as they did at the end of the last year.
0: I mean, it's a good point. I I,
1: Graham Hunt is ex- extremely talented, and every time he's been on the field has shown that he's extremely talented.
0: For me personally, Nick Chubb's a little early at the 107. I, I'd be more comfortable taking him at 112 where we're at or in the, at the turn, but 107 is a little high for me. Um, with the 108 goes Joe Mixon. We are well-documented on Joe Mixon. Although I do think Joe Mixon has one of his better years in his career this year. I'm not I'm not as down on Joe Mixon as I usually am this year.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, people on Twitter always give a shit about a Joe Mixon takes, which, first off, I find hilarious because we've literally always been right about Joe Mixon. It's like a secret society, man, like a Joe Mixon society. It's like the Jay Ajay dads all over Twitter, but at, like, a much larger scale when it comes to Joe Mixon. The fact that people just love this guy for some reason, and it just – It's a little mind boggling to me, but yeah, I'm okay with him in the in the like mid to late second, but I'm not reaching for him in the first round. No don't draft players at their ceiling like that, man. Especially when he's never met his ceiling three two years ago was third eight third round ADP, he didn't meet it. His ceiling last year was second round ADP, he didn't meet it. And now he's a first rounder. It's just it's crazy to me. Do you know he's going higher this year after having a worse season last season than the year before? Do you know what's okay. everyone's ignoring that, like every- I think a lot of things can change, but how can you just ignore that he was
0: worse? A lot of people are are banking on the fact that Joe Burrow is there now. A lot of hype around the Cincinnati Bengals that they improve their offensive line. The only the only thing for me with Joe Mixon is like when you're arguing with these Joe Mixon people on Twitter, a lot of them bring up like, oh, but he was like a 47.9 percent broken tackle rate on the, on the blah, blah, blah. and it's just like, but he sucked. But he didn't get yards. But he didn't produce. And they're like, oh, well, his offensive line. Well, guess whose offensive line was actually ranked worse than the Cincinnati Bengals' offensive line? The Chargers. And guess what? They produced two backs that were both better than Joe Mixon. So don't give a, me that
1: shit. Just I just don't. find it funny, too, because you got these people that are bragging. Like, I got Joe Mixon on 15 of my 20 dynasty teams. Like, congrats. Your team, none of those teams probably won last year.
0: Yeah, they suck, probably.
1: Yeah, Um, like, what do you... Like, look at me. I have this running back who keeps underperforming. I'm a beast.
0: With that being said, though, if Joe Mixon had slipped to 112, I probably would have maybe taken a shot at him. I just don't like him at that. I don't like him at the the top of the... Like, in the middle of the first round like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, if I'm at the turn, I might take him with the first pick in the second round. Like, let's not get it twisted. He still the rare workhorse back. And that's a rare thing. So, um, you know, as much as we hate Joe Mixon, he does have the opportunity to have one of his better years this year. Just don't go and drive him at a ceiling and skip on. Like, for example, Derrick Henry goes next. I'd much rather have Derrick Henry over Joe Mixon.
1: Yeah, if you're in a half PPR league, you got to take Derrick Henry over Joe Mixon, man. Clearly. Like, I don't even think that's a debate.
0: Um, The next... The next one is Aaron Jones, which is interesting because Green Bay took a running back in the second round this year. And then DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Devontae Adams, two Green Bay guys in a row. So two wide receivers off the board, Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams. We are going with our no zero running back strategy. So right now on the board, we have Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey. Kenny Galladay, George Kittle in the non-running back area. For running backs, still on the board: Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, um, and then of course you got quarterbacks: Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes.
1: Um, I'd love to go Sanders and Drake here, to be honest,
0: but we're going zero RB. Sanders and Drake. <laughs> wow, I, I was I thought you were like more Eckler. I would go. I would love Eckler's Sanders right here. Like, no, in, Echler, or Jacobs, like more in, or Jacobs in Sanders. In
1: half PPR, I'm not taking Eckler over Sanders and and uh and Drake. Drake. They have more actual running potential. Right now I'd honestly prefer Drake or Sanders to Aaron Jones.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. But we're not talking about running backs. We will talk about running backs in another episode. Let's talk about our wide receivers. Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin. For me, I am leaning here, Tyree Kill and DeAndre Hopkins. I know that Julio Jones uh, is the name that people will be a little confused on us passing on, but we have made it very clear in the past that Julio Jones is a very hit-or-miss player. He has huge games, but then he has three-point games. That's not what I'm trying to go for. Uh, I'm I'm trying to go for Tyree Kill and DeAndre Hopkins, who... Michael wrote an article about his uh potential in this new system based on um true throw value and true target value, and he has the potential to really shine with Kyler Murray so with that being said, how do you guys feel about this? Are you in agreement with me or would you uh like a different combination?
1: I think you're being a little too harsh on Julio saying he's inconsistent. When it comes to wide receivers, he's pretty damn consistent. Nah, man. He's... His bad games are like 9 or 10 points. No,
0: no, 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 no. Maybe maybe last year he was a little better, but historically this guy throws up 3-point games. He does.
1: But whatever. Uh this year I'm I'm not going to own many shares of Julio because he's now 31 years old. He's getting hurt more often. He his uh his yards per reception and things of that sort are on a downward trend all the underlying metrics that you use to judge a player has been on a downward trend over the past, like three years. And he's still 31. I mean, and he's now 31, he's still a beast, but I'd rather take a shot on Tyreek Hill. And like you said, Deandre Hopkins, uh, Hopkins in the true value article, uh, if Kyler Murray's true throw value this year is what it was last year. Hopkins would have been a wide receiver 10. So basically that says if Kyler Murray does not improve, DeAndre Hopkins is still a wide receiver 10 so that's his floor. If Kyler Murray takes a big step up and DeAndre Hopkins is a is a benefactor of that, he could have a very big year. So I think I think Tyreek Hill is the clear answer here. Like I want the guy lined up with Patrick Mahomes. And then I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins over Julio.
0: I know a lot of guys are saying about DeAndre Hopkins that you know, he is he's not gonna he, there's more weapons and the offense is more spread out like yeah, but Kyler Murray already in his rookie year threw, like, 45 times a game last year. Like, I want the number one option in an air raid. Like, I want that. Even though he's not going to see um, – like, he's not going to be a, you know, traditional number one receiver, That I think that boasts even better for him. I think the, the defense has to pay more attention, can't double him with such regularity. I, I, I like DeAndre Hopkins, although I have been burned on wide receivers going – like new faces in new places with second-year quarterbacks. (laughs) Odell Beckham. (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, Jason, are you in agreement with us? You you like these two guys here?
1: I certainly agree that it's Tyreek Hill and someone else. Uh, Tyreek's definitely the guy I want of that bunch. And if I do get a late-round pick, I need to take a receiver out of these guys. It's going to be Tyreek Hill. And then, as we said earlier, probably be a running back. If I have to take another wide receiver – I'm torn between Julio and DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think it's as obvious as you guys are saying, but everything Michael said kind of convinced me. no um, only Michael. Huh? He just won major injury away from just being completely useless, whereas DeAndre Hopkins is a bit more safer but also has similar upside. So for that reason, I agree, Hill and or Hopkins. even something that no one at all is talking about because Matt Ryan goes on these up, down, up down seasons and now is in line for another up season. He's also 35. What if he has a Eli Manning like decline this season or something of that sort? You, you like already, I have not heard a single person talk about what if Matt Ryan declines.
0: You already know that my my feelings about Matt Ryan. Um, something that we haven't discussed at all though, like what about Travis Kelsey here, or like a tight end or George Kittle?
1: In a league with three wide receivers and one tight end, I don't take tight ends in the first or second round. Really, yeah, good Unless enough for it's me. Like, Tremendous value. Maybe George Kittle fell to like the 2.12. Like if I had the first pick, maybe then. But we do want to note though that FFPC is tight end premium. So tight ends get one and a half points. So that is why a lot of our mocks you see us take tight ends early. Also, last year, the team that I had that finished in the top 2% of legit thousands of teams, I started off with a Calcium Kittle stack, which I did again. Stacks on stacks this year. Well,
0: if you're gonna yeah, I mean if you're gonna tie premium, but we're not here, so we'll uh, we'll uh we'll let that shnigger. Sh- sh- right, so, um, um-, um-, sym- um so <laughs> So um I mean for real, like if we weren't going zero RB, I think my picks here would be Tyreek Hill and um Miles Sanders. I'm a big Miles Sanders guy this year. But with that being said, Uh, We have Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins on the team. After that goes Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, Julio Jones goes with 204. Chris Godwin with the 205, which is interesting because we've said um, Chris Godwin probably uh, is going to be a benefactor if Tom Brady has him in the slot. But um, Bruce Arians has come out and said that they're going to have a 12-base personnel. So... Uh, but
1: Godwin's I, still more the possession receiver, anyways, way more than Mike Evans is.
0: True, but he's gonna be on the outside now, so let's let's see if that is a good transition. We've seen people not translate so well there.
1: And let's let's see if that's coach speak or not. We're th- we're getting twelve personnel, which means two tight ends, two wide receivers, and a running back from a guy who historically has never used his tight end in the offense. Which so why would you have two tight ends lined up now? Factorials. Uh, Rob Gronkowski love is befuddling to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's someone I'm not drafting at all. Um, Kenny Galladay goes with the 206, followed by Mike Evans.
1: I would have loved Kenny Galladay to fall. Yeah, but he didn't.
0: Lamar Jackson, the first quarterback off the board at 208. I feel like that's where Lamar Jackson is going to be going this year. I feel like that's going to be where we're going to see him at. Um, George Kittle goes with the 209. Miles Sanders with the 210. Kenyon Drake, 211. And... Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with a 2.12. So a run, a, a run on running backs here. And, I mean, the best available player, according to Fantasy Pros here, is Todd Gurley. And this is a guy that I would actually not be mad about taking a chance on this year. Apparently, he has passed his physical. Um, his knee is fine. And when, we've seen Todd Gurley at his very, very best. And we've also seen running backs uh, excel in a Falcons offense. So I, I feel like Todd Gurley is a guy that you can get in the third round, late third round, early fourth round, and have some success. Uh, The one problem with that is I forgot that there's more picks before we go. Um, Allen Robinson also goes with the 301. Travis Kelsey with the 302. Adam Thielen, 303. Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette, and Cooper Cup go next. DJ Moore, 307. Patrick Mahomes, the next quarterback off the board. Juju Smith-Schuster with the 309. Chris Carson with the 310. And Odell Beckham Jr. with the 311. And that leaves us now with Todd Gurley. So so in terms of wide receivers, because we are looking at zero running back, uh, A.J. Brown is available. Calvin Ridley is available. Robert Woods is available. Mark Andrews is available at tight end. Cortland Sutton. Keenan Allen. Devontae Parker. Are your best wide receivers available? Who are you guys leaning on here?
1: I mean, you guys know I'm going to say Robert Woods. I feel like Robert Woods is top 10 potential, and nobody makes you pay for that. I always say don't draft players at their ceiling, but if you could draft a player at his floor, absolutely do it. Robert Woods is one of, I think, two or three uh, players to surpass their ADP each of the last three seasons. Or he might be... I think he's the only player... I forgot where I saw this. I, I didn't write it down. He's the only player to surpass his ADP each of the last five seasons. Including so, when his ADP was like Water receiver 120. Yeah, <laughs> including when his ADP was super low. But that's just who Robert Woods is. So I, I think it, it's a safe pick and there's like super upside. So Michael is
0: Robert Woods' number one Robert fan. Woods. And he wrote a whole article again, BrotoFantasy.com, about how he's the pick over Cup because... The Rams have shifted over to 12 personnel, um, not their famous 11 personnel um, that they got to the Super Bowl. They started
1: using it more. It's not like they shifted over entirely. They just started mixing it in more.
0: Well, they shifted over to that was their base personnel for a long time at the end of the year.
1: How are you telling me, Tim? I wrote the article.
0: Yeah, they use it over 50% of the time.
1: In a couple games, but no.
0: At the end of the year.
1: You're both right. You're both just being pricks. (laughs) I don't want to verbalize I don't don't want to confuse the readers. They went 12 personnel heavy in one game and then used it a lot more in other games. 11 was still their main base. But Robert Woods is on the field for 11 personnel, too.
0: Yeah, but at the end of the year, over 50% of their alignment was 12 personnel.
1: No, I read an article about this.
0: Am I bugging? Am I the one that's bugging, Jason?
1: You're bugging. Tim. Oh, okay.
0: All right, sorry. All right. Um. Hey, hey I can admit when I'm wrong. Either way, but uh. How he's about in the since field we're more.
1: talking about the Rams? First of all, I agree with Robert Woods. We haven't released rankings yet. I haven't done rankings yet. But in my mind, Robert Woods right now is a top ten wide receiver. Uh. And then, how how zero running back are we going? Because I'd love to take a running back in the early fourth round, and why not take his teammate? Going early here, Cam Akers. What? I, I'm i 100% on the Le'Veon Bell train here. If we get Woods and Le'Veon Bell, the fact that Le'Veon Bell is going this late is mind-boggling to me. People look way too much into the fact that Adam Gase is the New York Jets head coach. Like, look at what Sam Darnold had to deal with last year with Mono and what the Jets had to deal with. He The Jets, they were over 500 when Sam Darnold was healthy, and now they vastly improved their offense over the offseason. I'm all aboard the Le'Veon Bell ADP train as well. Tim, you said what? But the Rams aren't spending that high of a pick on Cam Akers if they truly believe in Daryl Henderson. And Todd Gurley's been a beast for years now. I want the lead running back in that offense. But you're taking him over Le'Veon Bell? But I agree and with Todd Michael that on Bell is not getting enough love.
0: But Todd Gurley, you got you got some running backs here. Hashtag but, toast. Melvin I Gordon. I prefer Le'Veon Bell to Todd James Gurley. James Conner. What about tight ends here?
1: Another name I wanted to mention.
0: Tight ends, we got Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz still available. These are some. I'm
1: not gonna have any Mark Andrews this season.
0: Yeah, I, I, he was my love last year, but unfortunately his ADP is a little too high for me.
1: His ADP is skyrocketing.
0: They did. They did yeah, get rid of it last year. They got rid of Hearst though. So. Yeah. So I was right. <laughs> um, so all right. My so vote is Woods and Bell. Woods and Bell, Jason Woods and Bell.
1: Yeah, like I'd so much rather take Robert Woods over Calvin Ridley. That's just, I know most people have Calvin Ridley Calvin Ridley ranked higher. This is just a, like a light version of Amari Cooper his whole career. Just boom bust games, and I don't see why people are so confident he's going to have this explosive year just because Austin Hooper left. Just like everyone's still waiting on Amari Cooper. Um, Melvin
0: Gordon goes next with the 402, followed by A.J. Brown. James Conner, I can tell you, James Conner, really, the, his, the whole thing is injuries. Big Ben was injured. James Conner was injured last year, and that's what really messed him up. If James Conner is healthy this year, getting him at 404 is an absolute steal. Um, same- Listen,
1: if you have to go, because we were forced to take a third wide receiver too, since we're trying to take a heavy zero running back approach, but I'd be very happy if Le'Veon Bell and James Conner were my two running backs, and I didn't get any in the first round. Because those guys can push those people going in the back end of the first. Yeah. Like, yes, it's important to get stud running backs this year, but there's also very good running backs going in the third, fourth round. Yeah, I uh, I tweeted that if we were guaranteed James Conner is playing a full season, he would be a first-round pick. Uh,
0: like, d- Yeah, for sure. 100%. And, just, and I think – and Big Ben. I think that has to be the caveat. And Big Ben. If James right. Conner and Big Ben are playing a full season. Sure. Sure. Um, but you don't know, and it's a big if. Big Ben's an old guy, and James Conner has injury issues his whole career. Um, Todd Gurley goes next. Another absolute steal if he stays healthy. Calvin Ridley, I like him at 406. Keenan Allen, um, interesting pick here at 407. His his ADP was at the back of the first round, beginning of the second round last year. Um, Devin Singletary goes with the 408. Tyler Lockett goes next. Mark Ingram for ten. Mark Andrews for eleven, uh, and Jonathan Taylor, the Indianapolis Dude, rookie running back, I have to tell for twelve.
1: You, it's J.K. Dobbins has a higher ADP than Mark Ingram on FFPC. What? And it's just absolutely hilarious to me how hard people fall into rookie hype. That's like a little crazy. imagine being in a draft room and thinking I'm going to draft J.K. Dobbins here when Mark Ingram is right there.
0: Nope, not me. Yeah.
1: It's just it's hilarious. Not me.
0: now, not never. That's not my chair.
1: Not my chair, not my problem. Um that's what you see in a lot of these high stakes leagues. There's a lot of people who try to like set ADPs and be contrarian. And sometimes it works, but sometimes it's like, yo, come on. These yeah. are the same people who started same drafting Daryl Henderson in the fourth round. And Rashad Penny. Like you can be contrarian, you could also be stupid. <laughs> D.K. Metcalf starts off the fifth round, followed
0: by Cortland Sutton. That's a nice pair of wide receivers in the beginning of the fifth round. A.J. Green is next. Um, Terry McLaurin goes with the 504. T.Y. Hilton with the 505. Don't like that. Um, Stefan Diggs with the 506. Raheem Mostert. Don't like that. 507. Raheem Mostert's a name that keeps getting lost in these drafts where I think that he could be an absolute steal in the fifth round if he is the main back in a – in a 49ers offense that's led by uh, Shanahan. Like, I am Who got all extended over that. Um, yeah, age
1: age and history is not on Raheem Mostert's side.
0: But opportunity but, is.
1: But, man, opportunity and productivity. The dude is just a nonstop productive machine. Yeah. Like, every time he's touched the ball over the past two years, great things have happened.
0: Devontae Parker, 508. David Johnson with the 509. Uh Jarvis Landry and Zach Ertz go next. I would have loved Zach Ertz here. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I gotta be honest. Since pick, honestly, since the beginning of the fifth round, if I was a real draft, those eleven guys going, I'd be super happy because I don't want any of them. Really? You don't I want think Sutton? They are being a little, I think they are being. Yeah, Sutton there, I think is cool.
0: Mostert. You think, don't want?
1: I like McLaurin too. I like Mostert. Yeah, Jason's David there.
0: Johnson in the fifth round.
1: I don't want David Johnson. Mostert, dude, I'm cool with Sutton, I'm cool dude, with. Dude, David
0: Johnson in the fifth round is unbelievable value.
1: I'm not touching David Johnson at all, man. You could have him.
0: You got you got it. Look, it's you're like talking about drafting
1: Lamar Miller or Carlos Hyde.
0: No, it's not. It is. No, yo, you're talking about guys who are who like this and that. They gave up DeAndre Hopkins in a second-round pick for this dude.
1: Just because they're dumb doesn't mean he's going to be good. No, but it does mean
0: he's going to get the ball a lot.
1: You know what, Tim? Go draft uh, Deontay Foreman and see if that works out for you again.
0: Um, Deontay Foreman would have worked out had he played. All right, for your information. Um, We are up next. uh, Some of the people that we have here. There's a
1: player that sticks out to me like a sore thumb here.
0: David Montgomery, DJ Chark, Darren Waller, Dak Prescott. Uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Swift, Deshaun Watson, Kareem Hunt, Debo Samuel, Evan Ingram, um, also Hunter Henry, Cam Akers, Tyler Higbee um, up next. So, Michael, who is the player that sticks out to you?
1: Uh, DJ Chark. At at 5'12", DJ Chark's a steal in my opinion. He was a top 10 wide receiver uh, with Minshew last year, and then he got hurt and struggled a little bit when he came back, but he played through it. Minshew's the starting quarterback in Jacksonville now. DJ Chark had a huge jump from his freshman to sophomore year. And it's I I don't he's another guy that I think is being drafted at his floor, basically. I don't see how he is worse than last year. I mean, this guy took a huge step up and he's ridiculously young. Like, why? It's not like he's not going to improve, and it's not like Gardner Minshew isn't going to improve. Yeah. Going to sophomore season, I think that that connection was great last year, and I don't see why it can't be great going into this year. The Jaguars' defense is terrible, so if they're trailing, they're they're going to have to pass a lot. So I think DJ Chark is a great pick here.
0: I like the, I like the DJ Chark idea here. Also, David Montgomery stands out to me here.
1: Um, a guy I that Cam Akers. <sighs> I'm going to throw in my. Hat here for Cam makers. We should 100% take Cam makers.
0: What about Darren Waller and Evan Ingram The tight end options You gotta remember we're not We're not, we're not picking for another 24 picks And tight end
1: Those Played guys are Tyler Higby falls. I'd rather wait for Higby Or take Doyle and Jonu Smith Later or Hayden Hurst
0: Ugh, Not Hayden Hurst but Doyle Sounds like a good one to me Alright so we're taking DJ Shark That's for sure it did, it, it Convince did it. me why I should take Cam Akers over David Montgomery because David Montgomery has a chance to take a step Cam forward. Cam Akers
1: was the most elusive running back in college, according to PFF. He got drafted to a team that gave up on Todd Gurley, who already spent a third-round pick on Daryl Henderson, so they clearly believe that they need someone else there. This is an insane offense that always produces. He can run. He can catch. He could literally do everything. The Rams gave him the draft capital. He's going to be a beast. He was their first player selected, too. They didn't even have a first-round pick. Listen to the Derek Brown interview, if you guys haven't yet. He uh he talks a lot about why he loves Cam Akers.
0: All right, I'll let you guys talk to me, the Cam Akers. Uh, starting running back in the sixth round, you could do worse than that. Um, I'm just worried about him splitting time with Daryl Henderson. I am. I I know he might be the better of the two. But I'm worried about it.
1: That offense is good enough too, though. If they do
0: split, eh. We'll 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 see. That is an offense that has had a workhorse running back uh, since we can remember. So well, in, 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 at least since since the McVay era. Um, going up next, the quarterbacks start going off the board. Dak Prescott goes at the six o two. Darren Waller six o three. Russell Wilson six o four. Tyler Boyd and Debo Samuel go in the middle of the sixth round. Deshaun Watson goes with the 6.07. David Montgomery with the eighth pick in the sixth round. Michael Gallup goes next, followed by Hayden Hurst at 6.10. Whoa.
1: Little, Yuckers.
0: Yeah, a little uh, a little early there. Um, Hollywood Brown goes 6.11 and Kyler Murray 6.12. Uh, turning around to the seventh round, Will Fuller goes with the 7.01. Yuckers. Um, Josh Allen goes 7.02. That's my boy, Blue. John Brown, Josh Allen's number one target. Oh well, number two target now goes seven o three. Matt Ryan, Hunter Henry goes next. Jordan Howard with the seven o six. Jordan Howard for me screams. Um, I'm desperate for a running back because I didn't get one early type guy.
1: Um, Seventh round's a little early. Yeah.
0: Tyler Higby, unfortunately, goes the seven o seven. Julian Edelman, yukka ruskies, goes the seven o eight. Evan Ingram seven o nine and Drew Brees seven ten. DeAndre Swift goes seven eleven. Go there anytime. Open twenty four seven. And now we are on the clock. We're on the clock. Yes, our team so far: Le'Veon Bell and Cam Akers at running back, Tyree Kill, DeAndre Hopkins, and Robert Woods at wide receiver. And our starting flex player is DJ Chark. We need to fill in tight end. And quarterback, we have uh three rounds left. One, two, three. Yeah, four, five picks left. Three rounds left. So, with that being said, um, what are you looking for here, Michael? What, the best tight end available: Jared Cook, Rob Gronkowski, Austin Hooper, uh, Noah Fant. I think we could wait Look. on tight end. Yeah. Tight. I mean, Jared Cook, he's interesting because the he's still the number two option in in, in a very high powered
1: offense. Uh, I'd say three. Kamara is a second-receiving Okay,
0: okay. That's fair. The third op- the third option. But still, third option in the Saints' offense is, is, is a good place to be.
1: Honestly, right now, I'm taking Kareem Hunt. and I'm not even thinking about it.
0: I like Kareem Hunt here, too. I think especially, that we should take...
1: Especially when you go zero RB, you need to take some high-upside guys. Sure, it's a little early to take a high-upside guy, but he has standalone value. And if Chubb goes down, if there was no... Nick Chubb in Cleveland, Kareem Hunt would be a top five pick. If you're looking for a high upside running back, why not take a chance on Keyshawn Vaughn? No. Nah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce Arians also has a history of not playing his young guys and letting them develop. If you remember, they spent a the high draft pick on on uh David Johnson, who ended up being the better running back, but they still played Chris Johnson that whole first season. So I think that I think Ronald Jones is a good late round pick.
1: You just love Rojo, man. I mean, I
0: I don't love him. In my
1: opinion. I don't love him nearly as much as I did. But I think that the Cardinals didn't draft an older running back to sit behind a a younger running back who has slacked for two years in their system. That's how I feel about it. I think it's pretty clear. I mean, to say that he slacked last year is a little. You guys see that workout video of Ronald Jones on Twitter? It went around as if it was something impressive. This guy ran an out route. Like made a body catch and then did a slow juke or some shit. And it's like, yeah, well, am it I supposed to be belly. impressed?
0: Jason, you, your complaints about Twitter are are, are don't owned. act like honestly. You're not I impressed. hate Twitter.
1: If we didn't have Broto, I wouldn't be on it.
0: I I was actually thinking about getting off social media for for a couple of weeks because it's social media
1: is ruining the world. It's making me mad, but bro. Everyone listening, continue to use it because so I don't I don't them. use social media <laughs> besides Twitter. For it's Broto. like
0: yo, I got people with theories about everything, and then there's. People with uh that are just like taking pictures of them having parties with their friends like it's okay. Like it's not okay.
1: know
0: So uh, Tim, i don't...
1: go to the wide receivers. There was someone I wanted to mention. I, I forgot his name. Go ahead. Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones? Oh, Brandon Cooks. Why? Someone explain to me why Will Fuller's going before Brandon Cooks. That I cannot I cannot explain
0: that to you at all.
1: Well, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. So Will Fuller has been a beast in games without DeAndre Hopkins his entire life. He also gets injured all the time. Brandon Cooks is super durable. They traded for him. They want him. Like, super durable is a bit much. The guy gets concussions every three days. Yeah. Super durable. No, nah, he's durable. Much.
0: He's way more durable than Will Fuller.
1: You also all say super durable. Which is oh, like oh, saying okay. you're the
0: smartest horse, but it is what it is. He's
1: relatively super durable. <laughs> relatively super. Right. All right, Relative so, to Will Fuller, he's super durable. So
0: we go going Kareem Hunt? I'm okay with Kareem Hunt here? Yes. Okay, so we're going to go Kareem Hunt. And then I like Marvin Jones here, but I'll do Brandon Cooks. How are you guys feeling?
1: I believe in the better quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Matt I, Stafford's uh, a good quarterback, bro. I wrote about Brandon Cooks in my True Value Report. Check that out. Wrote top right. Click the little hamburger menu. Click on articles. Bada bing, bada boom where hold on hamburger menu? Yeah, is that the
0: official name of it
1: that's called a hamburger menu when it's the three lines all right what the fuck come on like we can't just let michael slide with calling it a hamburger menu is that
0: a thing though if it's th- if it's the real thing to that it is then we can
1: yeah why are you <laughs> it that no nah, that's some no nah, no nah. i don't know no
0: what's wrong with that
1: it's a menu the hamburger menu
0: jason you get offended by the weirdest things
1: <laughs> right no wonder you hate twitter because um, there's a joke there to be made right now. Anyways, I can't think of it, but we got to make fun of Michael. Anyways, <laughs> let me finish what I was saying about the article. When you click on the hamburger menu, you click on articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brandon Cooks, I speak about how his ADP, all all, of the downside is baked into his ADP right now. Because if your eighth or ninth round pick sucks, who cares? Yeah. Right? Like it's a bench piece. So if Brandon Cooks sucks. Who cares? But he also has top 20 wide receiver potential with Deshaun watson if he averages his average targets in all the games in all the years in which he stayed healthy which is roughly seven and a half if he gets seven and a half targets per game which is absolutely doable he's gonna be a top 20 wide receiver and he's going nowhere near that so yeah click on the hamburger menu to see cooks
0: i'm drafting cooks so i'm not even gonna to wait about what you have to say jason because you're not cool enough to
1: you... well, i'm the one that brought up Brandon cooks. No, no, no. I don't care. Stop, stop treating me like the special guest. Tim, <laughs> Tim. Google, the hamburger button, so named for its unintentional resemblance to a hamburger, is a button typically placed in a top corner of a graphical user interface. Its function is to toggle we a menu. It, you. Yeah, yeah it's fine.
0: We got it. We got it. We got it. Boom. Well, Jason, that was a that was a booyah moment right there. I must say that was hamburger. A, that was quite booyah. No on man,
1: hamburger Hate Both of you right now. That
0: was quite booyah on that on that ass. Booyah on that ass. Boy, all right. Um, Brandon Cooks goes next, followed by Darius Slayton, which I like it in the eighth round. Um, Sterling Shepard, Marvin Jones, Sony Michelle, and Carson Wentz go. Yuckers. Uh, what Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, man. Sony Michelle. Oh, um, Christian Kirk, McCole Hardman, Matt Breida, interesting in the eighth round. Tom Brady. Yuggers. Michael Williams and J.K. Dobbins go to finish off the eighth round. In the ninth round, Jared Cook and Emmanuel Sanders go with the first two picks. Um, Deontay Johnson. I thought that was uh, David Johnson. I'm like, wait, he already went. Um, Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, Mar- Marlon Mack, Dallas Goddard, Latavius Murray, Austin Hooper, Jameson Crowder, Anthony Miller, and Darius Geis.
1: You know what's funny? Remember Latavius Murray last year? The hype around him, too? Some shit makes no sense, man. Yeah,
0: I remember yeah, dude, I remember getting into it with some him. Some a lot, dude with on a Twitter, man,
1: has, like, thousands of followers, is employed by, like, big ass. I know exactly who Michael's talking about. All he had to do is say that. This guy's a moron. This guy, Latavius Murray, ranked higher than Aaron Jones. He was talking about Chris Conley as if he was still on the Chiefs when he was on the Jaguars. So infuriating. Who is he? Fury. Drop names,
0: bro. We like 50 Cent.
1: <laughs> Should we drop names? We've never okay. had beef with this guy. No, nah, no, no. Don't drop the name. We just had beef mentally.
0: <laughs> no, nah, it's not right.
1: Tight um, end time, folks.
0: You think so? I think so. These tight ends, dude. What's our team, Tim? What about carry On Johnson? Tim, what's like, our team? I feel like Carry On Johnson is just, like, forgotten. Because he got hurt I think on Johnson Has a chance No it's because He drops
1: DeAndre Swift recap Yeah but
0: still like uh, I don't know I'd rather have Der- I'd rather have him than DeAndre Swift At this moment Um, What our team Is looking like right now Le'Veon Bell And Cam Akers At running back Tyreek Hill DeAndre Hopkins And Robert Woods At wide receiver God damn That's a good Wide receiver core DJ Chark At flex Holy shit um, At the bench Kareem Hunt And Brandon Cooks We have He's mad good I know this is. We have QB, make a team tight end, zero RB. and two bench. So is it tight end time? Because right now we still have Rob Gronkowski, Noah Fant, Mike Gusecki, and TJ Hawkinson above the two guys that we like, Jonah Smith and Jack Doyle in terms of ADP for All fantasy All Bros. these
1: guys, I think the guy with clearly the most upside and the guy I would take here is Noah Fant. Really? He didn't have that great of a rookie season, but when you look at the fact that he's a tight end and – historically, his numbers, it was a very, very good rookie season. He had all the hype last year. He was the second tight end off the board, taken in the first round. He had a good connection with Drew Locke at the end of the year. I, I think it's Noah fan here, because you know how I feel about Gronk. I'm not drafting Gronk.
0: What about the Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon additions? Like, this does make him the fourth option at best on this team.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if... Like I don't think you could just automatically assume Jerry Judy steps in and takes more targets than Fant. We'll have to see how that goes. And Melgo, let's see how often they throw to the running back. The Broncos weren't a team that threw to the running back super often last season. Well,
0: I don't know why you'd get him to to like compliment Philip Lindsay if you're not going to throw him on the backfield.
1: I mean, sure, but I mean, Melvin Gordon get 4 to 5 targets a game, there's that you could still leave 6 to 7 for Fant. I think you're sleeping on Hawk a little bit. This guy was a top ten pick. Stafford got hurt last year, so did he. Hawkinson I'm also okay with. Phantom Hawkinson are my two favorite picks I, here. I personally would look for a high upside running back since we did go running back late.
0: The running back now James White, Damian Williams, Philip Phillip Lindsey. Carry on Johnson.
1: Damn See, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna draft Ronald
0: Jones, Tyreek Cohen, Tevin Coleman.
1: Maybe Damien mm. Williams, but I know uh, Tim wants Rojo.
0: Uh no, I could pass on Rojo at this at this point. I, I'm down to take Rojo like super late in the draft.
1: Well, Rojo goes around this area. No, nah, I mean the are there. I don't want to force a pick right now. I feel like we're forcing a tight end pick if we take one, unless the wide receivers are as ugly as the running backs.
0: All right, let's go to the wide receivers and find out the wide receivers. Computer going computer slowly.
1: slower than...
0: Please stop oh. going slow, computer. Let's go over our team just to uh, do it while this computer, for some reason, is uh, going very slowly. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it well, is. Le'Veon Bell, Cam Akers, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, and DJ Char, Kareem Hunt, Brandon Cooks on the on the bench. CeeDee Lamb, Robbie Anderson, Jerry, Judy, Preston, Williams, Golden Tate, um, okay. Justin Jefferson... Alshon Jeffrey, guys that are all still on the board. Did I say Golden Tate yeah. already? We already have five. Water Henry Rugs. Yeah, we have five receivers. I think wide receivers. We skip on here. I. You know what? I would like no to go Noah. Fa- me, right? I would like to go Noah Fant here, and then maybe. Let's. What about QB here? We want okay a good QB too. like. Let's see who we got on the board right now. Aaron Rodgers on the board right now, Matthew Stafford, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff. Um, Joe Burrow somehow has a higher – do you know Joe Burrow has a higher ADP and he has better odds to win MVP than Sam Darnold does?
1: Rookie hype, bro. It's ridiculous.
0: It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can't believe I'm still searching for Sam Darnold down here. Oh
1: yeah, aye. aye, aye. Um, yeah, there's no way to take a quarterback right now. I all mean, these
0: people are the same. Guys, Aaron Rodgers. First of all, Matt Stafford. No. Matt Stafford, I mean, if he stays healthy, always puts up Beast fantasy numbers. And I'd
1: rather have Stafford, Jones, Tannehill, and Darnold than Aaron
0: Rodgers. Yo, oh guys, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a fire in his belly that he hasn't had in years. I'm right
1: such a, uh, Tim sometimes you say things that Get me People so who don't know what they're talking about say. What do you,
0: People don't know what they're talking about You guys act like everything's fucking mad fucking 20 Like it doesn't matter Like heart doesn't matter A guy like Aaron Rodgers with fire in his stomach Is someone that I want Tim's the guy who starts Shane Falco Yeah. What
1: does that even Over mean? Martell what does that even mean? Martell was an a Pro Bowler. That's mad funny. <laughs> that pro bowler. That's Shane Falco like... was signed off a boat. <laughs> he, that's like someone signed Tim Tebow and threw him in. They made it to the playoffs and they kept him over Peyton Manning. No, like, not that's Peyton. That's movie Manning. was implying. Not Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Not Peyton Manning. Yeah, not one of the best ever. Like a uh, like a Matt Ryan.
0: I mean, I'd take Tim Tebow over Matt Ryan, but that's like a me.
1: perennial Pro Bowler. Signing fucking Graham Harrell off the street.
0: What about Ryan Graham. Tannehill, the the 80, the... Uh, the Falco! The king. The king of the true throw value.
1: Yeah, but he'll fall to round 11. So I'm saying. I wouldn't take a quarterback here. I'd honestly rather... Honestly? I'd go Fant and Hawkins. Hawk and Fant. Yeah. yeah. Take both of them. All right.
0: I like that. I like that strategy. Uh, We're going Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. You know what I like? I like your style. I like your moves. I don't
1: know if me and Michael thought of that at the same time, but we did.
0: Because you guys are twins and you got twin powers. I I saw someone I saw someone uh name as one of his top three sleepers in the year Tony Pollard, and I was just like, what? Um. Anyway, hilarious. Damian Williams, on Johnson, James White, Phillip Lindsey, oh, running back. Crazy here, running back frenzy for people trying to get into that running back game. Ronald Jones, Tevin Coleman, Daryl Henderson, and Alexander Madison all go in a row, followed by Justin Jefferson, and then Tariq Cohen and Tony Pollard at the end of the 10th round. Don't get that. CD Lamb, 11-01. is Duke Johnson. eleven o three is Zach Moss. And eleven o four 4 is Antonio Gibson, the Swiss Army Knife for the, um, for the Washington Redskins. That leaves us with two players left. Aaron Rodgers still here. Matthew Stafford still here. Dar- Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger—same quarterbacks that we've been talking about. Plus one more bench piece. Um,
1: oh, you kept the bench short. Oh, also no kicker in defense.
0: Right, right. Okay, well, I kept the best the bench one one spot short. Um, I think we gotta go running back. Well, first quarterback off,
1: here. first off, Ryan Tannehill
0: over Daniel He's Jones.
1: I mean, Ryan Tannehill was a top-five quarterback last year and was number one in true throw value.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ryan Tannehill. We, we, we wouldn't beat us if we didn't uh, go with our guy.
1: Yeah, we got to go running back here. I think Chase Edmonds is a good pick. If something happened to Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds showed what he could do last year. That three-touchdown game against the Giants. I know
0: you guys hate Rashad Penny, but he's here. No?
1: What the fuck are you to do with Rashad Penny? Yeah, he's probably going to start the season on the pup list, man. Mal, what about Barrington Evans? What about Evans.
0: Justice Hill and Malcolm Brown? <laughs>
1: Did all the Madison go?
0: Do you know what's a guy that I uh, I was kidding before? A guy that could really make a difference. Raquel, Raquel Armstead, who we know that Justin. I mean, uh, yeah, Forsett Leonard Fournette is Leonard Fournette, not Justin Forset. Leonard Fournette is running out of favor in Jacksonville. They are not looking keenly at him. What are the odds that? At least he's running something, right? What <laughs> <laughs> if Ryquel Armstead oh, takes over there, I think it could be a good one. But yeah, I'm okay with Chase Edmonds.
1: I mean, Raquel Armstead, I think, is a good backup. Anthony as well
0: McFarlane now. is another good another good guy to have as a backup, but all right, let's go Chase Edmonds.
1: I would have preferred McFarlane. Either right. way, no one cares what the special guest has to
0: say, right? Wow, we got a C minus from Which means we
1: actually got an A plus. Yeah, our team is dope. I'll tell you this. I'd be the, hyped if this is my team. Wait, would we either. not have had a roster spot for another quarterback? Huh? Like, this was the basic roster we built?
0: This is the whole roster, yes.
1: I was hoping to get Sam Darnold, and all, and then all of a sudden the draft is done.
0: Well, we would have... Usually we have five bench spots, but I, I don't know why I cut it off to four this time. I'm not sure why. It's Sean Perriman because Perriman
1: probably went undrafted. His ADP is an absolute joke. Grab Rashad Perriman in every single draft that you can. I
0: will tell you this: the best, the best you could hope for in it in a mock draft on Fantasy Pros is to get like a B minus. Uh, th- I feel like that's what you're aiming for. Um, I saw this this great compilation. Like it was a it was a TikTok thing. I saw this great compilation that was just like, uh, <laughs> um, oh man, what was, what was it? Is this guy like making fun of? all the scenarios of, like, the guy in your league that thinks he knows about fantasy football but really doesn't. He's like, you guys are acting like y'all who didn't give me an A-plus on my draft last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, a whole bunch of shit like Bro, that. Bro, I ended in last cause of, because of injuries and bad luck. I got an A-plus rating. <laughs> well, our team, final team, in this zero RB strategy, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, Le'Veon Bell, DJ Chark, Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, Brandon Cooks, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, Ryan Tannehill, and Chase Edmonds. I, I'd be I, super hyped if yeah, this was
1: my team. I'm good with
0: this team. I I thought that I wasn't going to like my team as much with this type of situation, uh, knowing the value at wide receiver in the late rounds this year. But I do like the squad. I
1: like it. This makes me feel better about getting a late-round pick. Yeah. Right. There's good running backs in the middle rounds, man. Everyone's focusing on the workhorses in the beginning, but if you don't get a top six pick, you're not going to get one of those guys.
0: That sound you just heard was me taking a screenshot of the board. We'll put this on Twitter. You tell us who you think has the best team. Keeping in mind that we did use a zero running back strategy in art. If we were just going freely, our team would look a little bit different. Um, Yeah. And that is all for us. 56 minutes. Pretty good, pretty good showing. That's why I didn't put the last couple of uh, couple of picks because it would have made it go over an hour, and nobody likes podcasts that are over.
1: No, we would have drafted Rashad Perriman.
0: eventually, and probably Sam Darnold. Sam um, measures
1: our podcasting abilities by minutes. <laughs> Jason, we're eight they... minutes too long, guys. Too long. Jason, where could they find you? At Broto FF, Jason.
0: Michael, at Broto FF Mike. You can find me at Broto FF Tim. See what we Do did, what there. did there? You can find Boom. us all Follow on BrotoFantasy.com on Twitter. Also I'm sorry, at BrotoFantasy on Twitter, Brotofantasy.com on your regular old um you know, thing, computer or or mobile device. Um, Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy for anything related to us. Also, check out the FFPC through our website. Um Join up there through our link, and uh, we get some money. So help us out, bro. Uh, if you're gonna do it, might as well do it that way. Um, but yeah, that's all for this time. We're gonna come to you next time with uh, some other stuff. Uh, sorry, we didn't drop an episode last week. Uh, we'll obviously well, we had to we had to acknowledge that, but we're dropping an episode early uh, this week to try to make up for that. Life, life got, got in the way. way a yeah, bit. life got in the way. Uh, things happening. Things happening. So, uh, well, thank you for your patience. Yeah, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your time. We hope this made up for it, and uh, that'll be all. We'll see you guys next week. Later,
1: later, later.